two, three. guys welcome back to in my opinions podcast um so we changed we changed the crew <laughs> slightly this is a uh, you could say the the breakfast club episode yes that's um, a breakfast club episode but yeah so basically we have today if you want to introduce your guys selves i'm formerly known as june uh everyone calls me cho mm-hmm. though he's our manager yes and then I'm Andres. This is like second time I've been on this podcast, so I don't remember what it was last time. Right. And he was previously M on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, so okay. if you've heard our past episodes, that's it. In the archives? The archives. Yeah. Uh, no, I posted those. They should have been posted. Yeah, they're posted. See? But we but like, like from like forever ago. Okay, you guys don't got to say it. From the before times. If you hear whispering in the back, it is uh, Hasenta and Edgar. They are washing our dishes. Right. We got together and we made... We made breakfast, dinner, I guess you could say. We tried. We have food coming because it wasn't the best. Right. It was good. It just wasn't a lot of food. Yeah, it was. We that, did our best. That too. There wasn't a lot. Um, but anyways, uh, let's see. Our fun fact. Who wants to read the fun fact? It's up to y'all too. I wrote. I put it on there. I did all the research. I'll take the fall since I'm the youngest, I guess. Um, okay. <clears throat> Fun fact, expectations can influence everything from our perception of taste and enjoyment of experiences to our performance on specific tasks. Oh, no. um, Do we normally say anything after the fun fact? Not really. Oh, usually says something like, um, hmm. <laughs> hmm, I could see that. Wow, you I guess... have an actual on the fly fun fact. Go ahead. But, um, this reminds me, I don't know why. But it's like how language can affect how different cultures perceive colors. So it's like in, I think it's Russian. Um, I think I may be wrong, but I think it's Russian. Blue and light blue are considered two different colors. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more distinction when people, like when you ask Russian people to, dis- to describe two colors, or like two different shades of blue, they're a lot, they put a lot more distinction in it compared to like English speakers because they have two different words for it. Mm. So like, Blue and light blue in Russian are as different as like red and green are in oh, our okay. languages. It's not okay, just yeah. like an adjective. Right, right. Oh. Fun facts. Hmm. Um, M's M- our fun fact man. He really is. Andres. Or Andres, sorry. I- well, I'm sorry. AKA. AKA. Yes, you guys know. He- I already introduced yourself, so they'll know who we are. But yeah, he is our fun fact man. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> but our topic for this week is expectations and. Uh, one of the first questions I want to ask you guys that I wrote on here because I wrote this script mm-hmm. is what do you think of when someone mentions expectations? So what do you initially... Or I guess when mm. someone says expectations, what expectations are you... Ex- well, I guess I, I guess you could up. start with the definition of expectations in a way. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so our definition of expectations... Did you read the script? I have it in here. Oh. It's at the bottom. Let's see, let's see, let's see. So, expectation, it is regards something as likely to happen, someone as likely to be or do something, 
or believe that something slash someone will arrive soon. Mm. So these are literal interpretations of expectations. But I want to know what you guys think of when you say it. Because like when I think of expectations, I think of like what I expect from people specifically. Like what are my expectations when meeting a new person is what I would say. Mm-hmm. That's what I think of expectations. But I know it can be considered like food or like for an event or like a social event or like customer service or literally anything. Right. I think there's only two things I think about when I hear expectations, to be honest. People, rise and um, I guess like things or places. That's what I think about later. Because I'm like, well, how are we expecting it? What is, what am I supposed to expect? Whenever I ask someone like, what are your expectations about it? Like, how did you like the place? Or, you know, I think that's like the second thing I think about. But the first one would have to be like related to people. I agree. I mean, I think expectations, they come with, like, a lot of preconceived notions of, like, oh, this is, I expect this from somebody, I expect this from a friend, I expect this from close relatives. But I think maybe maybe it's just because I'm on the topic because Hesinta and Edgar called me the cultured one. Oh, um, yeah. <clears throat> cultural expectations. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's considered, like, for us, it's, like, it's considered rude not to say hi to everybody when you get to place. So it's, mm-hmm. like, that's an expectation. I just saw someone put, well, I saw my roommate post about that where she was talking about, she was asking if it's a not, if it's a white people thing to not say goodbye everyone when you're leaving or to not say hello to everyone when you're entering the room. It's Irish goodbye, so I think it is. I heard it called a French goodbye. It's Irish goodbye where you just leave without yeah, telling anybody, telling you anyone. just did. But yeah, but you know, I feel like it's very formal for us to be like, at least everyone knows we left or everyone knows we got there. You just say hate everyone. Yeah. It's respectful. Right. That's an expectation. Yeah, but not everyone has those expectations. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah. I have those expectations. What can I say? I agree. Right. Okay, so another question I have is, uh, when do you, f- when or where do you feel most expectations are placed on you? Mm, I feel like, specifically for me, it's either family or work. Because then it's just like, I feel like, how do I explain it? Parents-wise, like, they expect you to act a certain way type of thing. Right. But the thing is that they also expect you to act like when you were younger. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> so then when you grow up and start, like, you know. Acting different or, act- like, even just, like, <clears throat> expressing more of yourself right like you grow up you know yeah, it's like gonna be different now i feel like that's the biggest thing is where it's you i feel like become more comfortable with who you are mm-hmm. and start expressing that more to your parents because you're more of like an adult mm-hmm. but for them it's like not what they expected right and it's just like well go ahead, go ahead. What do you think? oh um i also think like in like at home it's most where more most most expectations come from I mean, as the resident, only college student, college is kind of the wild, wild west. Like, you can show up hung up, violently hungover to a class, and everybody's like, cool. Yeah. It's like a Wednesday, and I'm there's somebody, like, violently hungover next to me. I'm like, yeah, you know what, period. Mm-hmm. Live your life. Right. But it's like at home, it's just kind of like, there's still the expectations of, like, trying to conform to, like mm-hmm. Jessica said about notions that your parents have from, like, when you were a kid. Yeah. It's hard to outgrow those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yep. then like work wise. Right, I was gonna bring it back to that. Yeah, because, because people like you know you you'd go somewhere and then they're like, oh I heard so much about you type of thing and it's just oh, like yeah. no, 
Uh, and so, like, usually I'm just like, well, don't set any expectations or, like, don't <laughs> expect a lot from me. Right. Because you never know. You haven't met me yet. <laughs> you know what it's when we were going through school mm-hmm. and they constantly compared us to our older siblings. Mm-hmm. It was like they had the, ex- like, especially me, because me and my sister are so different. Yeah. It was very much like they had this expectation and then they saw me and they're like, oh. Please. Yeah, I think that could be definitely be comparable. But I feel like for work, I always think about like when you first start a job is what I think about. So because I think I started a couple. <laughs> Jessica has started a few. I've had a couple. <laughs> you and a couple. Yeah, a fewish. Okay, yeah. A couple is two. A couple is per our previous episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like we all have a few. But mm-hmm. every time I think about starting a new job is like when you start and you're like meeting all these new people so they're all getting like first impressions and recently i started working with my sister and so that my sister says to to bring it back but like i had reason started working with her so i think there's a certain expectation of there's was i already have a good word put in for me Mm -hmm, so i'm already mm -hmm. expected to do something Mm I don't know where that was going. That's all I had, actually. <laughs> I get what you're well, trying no. to say. Though. Yeah. Like, work, yeah. There's work. expectations. Yeah. Right. I think that's mostly a common thing for us, though, is, like, the youngest in the family. You know? Yeah. It's, like, people just have expectations because of oh. our older siblings. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If they met, if they've if met, they met each person. Right. Yeah. I also think another thing about expectations at work is comes in is, like, you have expectations for yourself the bigger thing so it's not just what people expect of you or outside expectations like what you expect of yourself which is also something i want to touch with this topic mm. and so it's kind of like you know you expect yourself to be on time you expect yourself to do a good job and impress everyone you like mm-hmm. or everyone impress everyone and everyone likes you mm-hmm. what expectations do you guys have for yourselves in the workplace or outside pretty hard on myself at work not gonna lie me too like at, especially like at my, at my college job mm-hmm. um like we're without a manager for right now mm. so it was kind of like i just kind of because i've had manager experience at my like high school jobs i've just kind of expected myself to step up and kind of be leader of the team almost yeah. and i'm very cognizant of that which is weird it's a weird dynamic but it's like I expect myself to, like, handle any issues from, like, my coworkers because I don't want them to be burdened by it. Mm. Mm. Alright. It's interesting. Mm. I also say I'm hard on myself. I feel like if I make a mistake, it's... <laughs> the world doesn't end, but I feel that, that it does. No, I feel that. Because in my brain, uh-huh. especially at work, because I feel like at work, everything is so controlled and, like, almost, like, routine or, like, it's, like... Like, there's no... Like, there's always a right way to do something at work. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's always, like, a set way to do it. Mm-hmm. And so when you mess something up or you just miss something, mm-hmm. it does feel like you just, it, like, it almost is, like, wow, I'm not You're perfect. So off. Right. Yes, because it's, like, you do, even if you do, like, the same thing every day or if it's, like, similar, mm-hmm. you know, you get in a routine of how everything happens. So when you miss something, mm-hmm. I feel like it just throws everything off. And that's, like, a big expectation that you just, like, continue doing the same thing because like, most of work is, like, repetitive. Mm-hmm. And so when you throw something off, it's yeah it's just crazy yeah and, and you know you're like hard on yourself like especially me for like like for example like if i made a mistake on something but then someone else makes a mistake i'm like oh it's okay you know it happens right, right, and right. it's just like but i didn't react that way when i did it mm-hmm. specifically you know and then like it depends too because like i like there's okay so like technically two bosses is what i have right i can report to two people right mm-hmm. and then it's just like 
one is like, oh, you know, it, it, it happened type of thing. But there's like no comfort, right? Mm. And then my other boss is like, I've done that so many times. You, mm. You're going to make mistakes. But you know what's good? We can fix these mistakes. And, and I'm just like, follow-up. I feel so much better whenever he says yeah. that. But like the other one is just like, you know, there's not that much comfort, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I just like, now I just feel worse mm-hmm. slightly. But you know, but but the thing is that the other one, she will try to fix it, you know? Yeah. And she'll be like, okay, no, it's okay. We, I, look, here's what I can do for you. And she does fix it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Personally. <laughs> Real. I was going to say, I feel like the biggest thing for me when someone... Because I, I, I feel like I catch my mistakes, but I'm pretty good at <coughs> fixing them. And so, you know, even if I mess up, if I can fix it pretty fast or, like, efficiently, I'm okay with that. And whatever, like, I'll get over it pretty fast. But my biggest thing is because this happened recently where, like, I had... I don't remember what I did, but I know I messed something up. And it was, like, the human... It's definitely, every, every mistake is, like, fixable. Mm-hmm. And so it was fine. But I remember, like, telling my supervisor that i messed something up and i needed her to like help me like fix this mm-hmm. and i remember her being like what and she was like shocked and that's what i was like oh my god i really did mess up like oh my god that was like a bigger <laughs> issue than like let's fix this real quick like it was like no we someone else acknowledged it and they didn't do the comforting they were kind of just like you messed up and i was like oh my god yes i did I, was, right. and I think someone else was trying to be like oh it's fine like everyone does this i was like i don't care that everyone does it everyone's not me I do it perfectly all the time, so it's I'm upsetting. supposed to be different. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, <laughs> oh I, I don't mess up. Like, every time I make a mistake, like, I'm very, like, aware of it. Because I don't think it happens that often. Especially at work. Because mm-hmm. I think at work, it's, like, it's so routine. Like, you can make You're mistakes so in life. You're so used to being good at work. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, I'm just, like, I'm, I'm efficient. I'm, right. not, I'm not someone that messes something up. So when I mess something up, it's not efficient anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, I got I think before, like, if I made a mistake, I'd, I'd feel that way, too. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh my God, I made a mistake. And I, got, I got to figure out how to fix it type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, if it gets fixed, it's like, okay, you know, that's good. But now for me, in the field that I'm working in now, it's kind of, like, more traumatizing. Because I, mis- I can't make mistakes, in my opinion. Because it's like, um, it deals with money, you yeah, know? And true. I'm just like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm... um at my job i deal with a lot of like emergency preparedness planning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's like sometimes that mess up i'm like oh that's not good that would have not been good if we'd ever run into that situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so i get the like there's a burden mm-hmm. of like if you mess up it's like oh that, that was bad right yeah so far i've been we've been able to fix everything i haven't made that many mistakes not that i'm saying i have but like the ones that I have made mistakes on, we've been able to get it good. So it was fixable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, another question I want to ask you guys is, can you recall a moment when someone has failed to meet or surpass your expectations of them? So like a person. Someone you had expectations about and if they, you know, surpassed them or if they didn't meet them at all. Mm-hmm. I don't think I set expectations for people to be honest. Like, um, like to say when I meet someone, I'm like, uh, I'm just kind of like already like, oh, this is what how they are. Like, I don't know if that's me expecting something, but it's just me already observing them what their character is. But to say that, I have like, I see someone and I'm like, dang, I should have like I expected more from them. Mm-hmm. I don't think so, cause I don't know. I don't. I don't know how I feel about 
setting expectations for people and them not reaching it type of thing and i'm like that's me like that's me doing that for them mm-hmm. it doesn't seem right to right. in my opinion mm-hmm. type of thing people wise food yeah. wise that's a different story food wise uh, you're so real food, it's like bro i thought this was gonna be more better like what is this type yeah. of thing it happened to me one time we went to a dim sum restaurant recently up mm-hmm. in um like the triangle area and it was like a really popular one on tiktok like mm-hmm. it had gone really and gone viral recently mm-hmm. we went three out of ten three out of five right. very meat middle run of the road run of the mill middle of the road food like i was like what is this? Yeah. I paid good money. Right. Mm-hmm. For this? Yeah. Food and places are a different thing, for sure. Yeah. I agree, yeah. definitely. Because food, I feel like, is very easy to be like hyped up by somebody or given mm-hmm. credit. Because I feel like normally food, if you try somewhere new, it's because someone told you about it or you looked it up and you look at reviews. And mm-hmm. so you're already like almost like making yourself set expectations or that's why you're going because you heard it's good. So you're, you want to go somewhere that is good. Mm-hmm. And then when you get there and everyone's like opinions are different especially about food so i think that's very true where it's might not be as good as you would like it to be Hmm. but to bring back to people i want to talk about people specifically because i find it easier to make expectations about people almost like subconsciously because when people talk to you about someone they're already like what is it like influencing your opinion about them before you even met them Mm-hmm. Like when like someone talks to you like oh this person you're gonna meet them and they're like blah 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 and blah blah blah, that will subconsciously influence you. So I was wondering about that because I don't think I've ever had someone not meet my expectations like you were saying because I don't think I ever placed super high expectations on someone. Mm-hmm. Well, actually I take that back. Oh. We're about on a tea. No, I was thinking. I used to work at Pizza Hut when I used to work there. I remember the hiring process. So you would. Um, see people's experience mm-hmm. and normally i do take it with like a grain of salt but sometimes if people have like almost like you're overqualified to work at a restaurant it's almost like you're expecting them to just be pretty good at everything maybe not catch on on everything really fast but like just have a good work ethic and they may have that good work ethic but you find out like other aspects that are just lacking like you could definitely see them like like because i know they recently hired someone who had um they, they were, like, in management or something, but they started working as management-ish position. But I remember they had the right idea, but they... You could see why they would, I guess, kind of, like, demote themselves down to a restaurant level, where it's just, like, they weren't communicating effectively with everyone, and they weren't, uh, was it, like, as effective at everything that they could do? Like, they just... They, they weren't finding the most effective ways to work or, like, understanding how to do everything. They would just kind of make their own way. Huh. And so, like, they were doing their job and everything was, like, technically fine, but it was, like, it's very, like, it's on paper fine, but when you're, like, actually meet them and, like, talk to them and get to know how they actually do everything, it's just, it's a different thing. Mm-hmm. So I would say that kind of failed to meet expectations because you have, like, some expectation of, like, they've done already all this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. And when you meet them, it's completely different. Right. Okay. Yeah. No. I see that point. Yeah. I, I guess that, you can yeah. see why you have some expectations there for a person, because mm-hmm. like you expect them to kind of already know, because they already have background on that mm-hmm. field or something. Yeah. Like that. Especially like you know, hiring someone. Yeah. Right. You see their experience. Yeah. No. I I recently had to um, go through that mm-hmm. with uh, one of the newer hires at my job. I had like seen her like resume and like I like I was in her interview. 
mm-hmm. and she seems like such a great candidate but like now that i'm like actually working with her it's like yeah everything gets done but it's like <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> uh, we were looking at the background and, i was gonna say the and, camera might be disconnected and um what was gonna say oh. loose was next to the trash can and she got too close to it and it's one of those little sensors ones and it just went up and you just see loose back up as was about to swing (laughs) are they nearby (laughs) oh yeah now like they're they're like actually working like things get done asterisk sometimes things get done (laughs) but it's like i'm like i expected better because like in their other job that they've been working at for a while they're doing roughly the same thing that my job entails Mm mm-hmm so it's like I assumed those skills would transfer, right? Because mm. like from what I heard from my manager, who I before she quit, um, <laughs> the ref like her references were good. She seemed like a really good, strong candidate. Mm-hmm. So it's like now that like she's not really working out, it's just kind of like what happened, right? Mm-hmm. It's like failing. She's like failing to meet my expectations. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like work is one of the only places I place expectations on people. That's true. That's true. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like I mean, I don't think it's right to like place expectations on people socially. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, people. Well, no, you you know what I mean though. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like I don't expect you to be like, I don't know how to like. I get. I would agree. It. In social situations outside of work, I wouldn't place high uh, high expectations on anyone. But I feel like in socially, I would either just, I don't have any expectations or I have low expectations. Because mm-hmm. if you've ever had someone, like, talk to you and they, like, I've had this as well as work. But, like, or even in, like, school, I would even throw it back to where it's, like, you heard about someone and they kind of, like, talk bad about them. But you never met them. And I don't like to, like, was it automatically not want to talk to someone or, like, cut someone out if I have never talked to them and someone just said they didn't like them. Yeah. I'm going to beat them out of myself. But I would kind of go into it being, like, they might be kind of mean or they might be kind of was it they might talk bad or i don't know i was just going with low expectations of like they might not be the best person mm-hmm. like, I get what they could always surprise you yeah, I get yeah. What you're like when it's, you when when it's like um yeah in a social a social group type of thing where it's like so-and-so doesn't like so-and-so because mm-hmm. of da-da-da, and mm-hmm. you're like well i haven't met so-and-so but i shouldn't really be like oh yeah i hate them too you right. know yeah. as moral support yeah but maybe I'm going to put a little pin on it. Yeah. And then when I meet them, I'll decide mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of thing. No, I get your point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get that, yeah. Anyone has anything else? Do you have another question? The, f- the fifth one? Yeah. That one's hard. Girl, this uh, is I can, let me pull up a whole list. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me pull up my Google slide. Do you want to read the question? We got to um, do a Google slide one. Five. The last question is, what expectations do you have for yourself? The floor is open. Because hmm. Lord knows I'm not starting. I feel like I've talked a lot. Uh, so it's up to you, Jess. What, um, what kind of expectations? Child. Right. What kind of expectations do I have for myself? I don't know. I guess now that I'm 22. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I have a lot of exp- work-wise. Let me start with work-wise. <laughs> it's always work. Work-wise, now that I'm working a full-time job, mm-hmm. and it's a nine-to-five. She's got that big girl job. Right. Yeah, guys call it that. And I'm just like, dang, I got to I gotta make sure it's, it stays that way, you know? <laughs> but I don't know. I, work-wise, hopefully everything turns out great. And oh, and 
Well, anyways, um, our food got here, but what was I saying? Make us a plate. Work expectations. Work expectations. I can record yeah, yeah, me too. Get us a plate. And Please. sorry, go ahead. Okay, so no, no, you're good. <laughs> Let me think. I'm trying to collect all my thoughts. thoughts. Right. <sighs> Work-wise, everyone. I think I feel like they compliment me a lot, and I'm just like, stop, because. I'm not that good as I think I am. Like on your of. on your work, they compliment you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Kind of like, oh, you know, Jessica does so well. You know, she's already learned so much, and she's only been here for so and so and everything. And I'm just mm. like, oh. I'm like, and then they're like, she learned so quick. She picks up on everything, you know. And she, they had mentioned once, like they were talk, like my manager was talking with someone or something, and then he was like, and they knew about you already, and. When I had told them that, like, you had came off the streets. <laughs> Cause What's that mean? <laughs> that's what I meant. Without, like, any, like, experience in, like, a related field. Right. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, like, they Happy were talking about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about, like, like, because we were hiring new people at right. that time. And then peop- they were talking about, like, the whole, should we hire people that have already experience? Or, right. no, ex- like, how is it when we hire people that don't have? Mm-hmm. And my name was brought up because they were, like, you know, she- Jessica was off the streets. Oh, okay, and, yeah, yeah. And then they're, like, really? And they're, he was, like, yeah, she, she didn't have, she didn't know anything at all, you know. But she learned it as she went. And look at her now, you know. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And I'm just like, don't. It's just like a lot of high expectations for me. Like I feel like now I gotta reach those, you know. Yeah. Like, I feel like you're also just pretty humble, though. You yeah. don't like be getting praised all, all all that often. Right. You're very humble. Mm-hmm. This this is a compliment, by the way. This is not. A <laughs> me, I, I just told you I don't accept I was compliments. Like she's <laughs> bad at this, and you're giving her another <laughs> one right now. Why? Right, but yeah, work wise, that's my whole thingy for work. But expectations as a person now, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't know, to be honest. I'm thinking no. about, because I don't really tend, I'm not a type of person that plans the future type of thing. Can, I'm just kind of like. I but I don't think that. expectations are necessarily about planning the future, because I think that's more goal setting. I was reading about this when mm-hmm. I was doing research for this episode. It's like, expectations you have for yourself don't have to necessarily match your goals, because mm-hmm. your goals are like more long term. Mm-hmm. Expectations for you, I feel like can... It's kind of be what you expect yourself to be like, or even yourself like going... character-wise, maybe even. Yeah, like you expect yourself to maybe be nice, or you expect yourself to, or like we take expect care you of yourself, humble. huh? Like we expect you to be humble. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess that. I feel like my expectations for me yet, like when I was younger, is more different from when I was that I am now. Mm-hmm. I I used to like feel like I was more talkative with everyone, you know, mm-hmm. like I knew like most of the people in high school and, and school in general. And mm-hmm. now that I'm older, I'm just kind of, like, going in a little small show. Because I'm like, I don't really want to talk to everyone anymore type of thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know much about the expectation part. For yourself? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can understand that. I appreciate that. I don't know. You want to go? Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> to steal Jessica's layout, like, work-wise, um, I do hold myself to a high standard, I feel like, expectation-wise, I feel, I expect myself to be, like, a problem solver, I pride myself on, like, not having, not needing to be micromanaged, almost, Mm. but it's, like, I can just kind of figure it out, I expect myself to figure it out most of the time, and so, 
I am self-admittedly less humble than Jessica. <laughs> I will uh-huh. be first to admit that. Um, so I don't, I I don't like enjoy it, enjoy it, but I I do enjoy a good compliment every once in a while. Keeps me keeps me going. Um, I expect myself to get those compliments, which is kind of a bad mindset to have sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You expect yourself to get the compliments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I expect myself to do well enough to get compliments. Right. I, I guess I should phrase it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I agree. In like any job. Um, as for like personally, as I mentioned, I am the baby of the group. I am the youngest. Mm-hmm. Um, you are the youngest. So I'm still more so than like Jessica. I'm still trying to figure my expectations out. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out the person I, t- I just want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still like in the middle of college. But I mean, like generally, I just I expect myself to be just kind of grounded and just how do I explain it? Grounded and just kind of like put together mm-hmm. enough to where I can like like along the same lines as work, just kind of figure it out as I go. Right. I'm also not a big person to like plan super far in the future. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just kind of like be grounded and put together enough to I can just figure it out. That's what I expect of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you on that part. You on both. Yeah. Both. I'll, I'll take both. They're asking us what kind of pizza we want. I'll take one that's just a, a regular one and stuff. Can I also have one of these? Yeah, let's have them both. Right. Okay. Um, um, I would say work expectations. I would follow the layout because I think that's a good layout. I mm-hmm. think work expectations are definitely different from like myself. But for work, I think... I think my expectations are just to do as what I'm told. And I like to be liked. Like, I like people to like me, and I like people to think that I'm doing a good job, but unfortunately, I think I end up doing... Not unfortunately, good for the company, but I feel like (laughs) I set myself to expectations of, like, okay, this is a standard, and I like to always go above them, because I like to feel that I'm also doing a good job, and for other people to recognize that. And I've never had anyone not recognize that I'm doing a good job. Like, I think that's always happened, as Andres said, like, it's good to receive compliments, and I... I enjoy receiving compliments. Like, I like people to tell me, oh, you're mm-hmm. doing a good job. Or you're learning really fast. And it sounds really good. Mm-hmm. But I will agree, after a while, when you just... I think there's a certain burnout that you can reach with work where it's just kind of like doing the same thing every single day. Or, like, it's very repetitive. Or it's just... It's not as stimulating. Mm-hmm. And so you almost feel... Also, with that, it's like people already expect that you're going to do a good job all the time. Mm-hmm. And so when you, like, slightly almost, like mess that up for other people like their expectations would be like maybe you show up a little bit late or you um just didn't finish something as fast as you could Mm -hmm. um i have like a very quick story that this happened recently Mm -hmm. i at my current job at school have kind of made the expectation that i'm always going to be there i'm always kind of just like a because i'm broke and b because (laughs) i've made myself known to be a very reliable employee Mm -hmm. so i got sick recently and i had to miss i think three of my shifts Mm, um very ill went to the doctor i'm good now but um it was like i texted my manager on friday and like obviously word kind of spread because i physically just wasn't there and Mm -hmm. i made my presence kind of known Mm -hmm. they were like oh if he's out like he must be dying like is he okay somebody check on him Mm -hmm. because like i put that expectation of just being there all the time Mm -hmm. um so i get what you mean sorry just very quick tangent because i think it's so funny 
that multiple people told me after I came in there, like, are you okay? Like, did you die? Like, why were you out? Right. And I think, now that you guys mentioned a little bit more, I think, yeah, like, expectation-wise for me, it, like, but it sucks, you know? Because it's just, like, you've already created this character that everyone already knows and thinks about, and then you slightly get out of it, and it's just, like, it's... <laughs> you slightly get out of it, and it's just, like... Oh, they're like, oh, where where did this come up from? You know, type of thing. And it's just like, now I gotta go back in that small little bubble because I can't. Because people are gonna be like, what is this? We were uh, we were just brought food by the way and uh, our drinks, and now I feel like we have like our PAs or like our assistants like coming to give us the food and like checking on us. Right. That's really like, this this is nice. I like this. This is the Breakfast Club. This is the Breakfast Club episode. With a Breakfast Club special. Right, so the Breakfast Club usually just consists of us. Oh, backstory, I guess. Why we're considered the Breakfast Club? Um, so let's see. So it's just the younger one, the younger siblings, uh, me, Jessica, Cho, and Andres, and we went to the same high school because I guess there is an expectation already that you know. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's an expectation already that our siblings have gone to the school, and you know, I've feel like personally it's because like all like we've been there like our family has been at that school since it was founded like right technically yeah oldest older sister was there like at the first class right right so right i had thought about that the other day too yeah but anyways um yeah and i guess it's just like okay so they went to that school you know it's kind of like i gotta try to get in type of thing (laughs) and anyways so we went to the same high school and you know high school's four years here and that's why we were all like there at one point mm-hmm. and when Cho was old enough to drive us he drove us to school and there was uh, it was just normal at the beginning of the time but then we decided to try to eat breakfast we had it for what every day but then we changed it to for once a week it was every friday oh okay okay oh yes yes okay yeah, yeah. Friday, yeah. okay so we tried to change it to every friday mm-hmm um, and we were trying to go to new places, which we did go to new places. Which I think that was really fun. I was really, I'm like, I'm thinking about it like retrospectively. Like, it's very surprising that we did it and we stuck to it for a while. Right. Because we did try a few different places. It, it was such like a thing that even our parents started talking about it. And they're like, well, why don't true. they take us anywhere? Like, That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take us anywhere new. Mm-hmm. My mom loves to say that though, so that's not mm-hmm. new. Yeah. But because of that, mm, we decided to. We didn't even decide until like maybe two years ago (laughs) to make a little group chat because we whenever we have group chats we usually try to name the group chats or anything like that. Right. Um. But we had a group chat and we didn't really name it anything until we decided to name it the Breakfast Club because of that small little story of going to breakfast every Friday. So yeah, it's a backstory. Okay, but back to me. We were talking about expectations. Right. Sorry. So um, I was saying was a. We accidentally place expectations on ourselves when we first start because we, personally, I have to get yeah, what well, things like I have a need to be liked and I want people to like me and I want to do a good job and I don't want people to think I'm a lazy worker. And so I automatically try to do a really, really good job. But as I was saying that later, like can almost like not pay off because people think like, they always just expect that from you. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I don't want to go to a workplace and like be the lazy worker. Right. But, like, the, I think that would take almost, like, off of pressure where it's, like, oh, I can, like, chill. Like, even if I do, like, minimal today, everyone will still be, like, oh, my God, you did it. Or, like... You get so tired of being the overachiever. 
Yeah, you that's, do. that's actually a perfect way to say it. It's like, I get tired of being over tier because I'm just like, oh my god, I'm doing this again, and I'm doing this again, and I'm... Because it's just a lot of work, like, you know. Especially because after a while, I think when you do, like, really, really good, people just expect you to be able to do everything you do, like, A, by yourself, and B, fast. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, back to what you were saying, Andres, is where you were saying you like to be micromanaged. I can agree with that, but I recently come to have a supervisor that I really, really like and just, like, like talking to her. And so I can answer, like, 99% of the questions that I ask her by myself, like, figure out an answer or solution by myself. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun to ask her. So I would say in that aspect, I like to be, I like to have someone to talk to. But I think that's just social. Mm-hmm. But I can agree. I think most of the issues I have, I can always, like, figure out by myself. Mm-hmm. And that's something I like to think that I can do. Mm-hmm. And once I come to that conclusion, I think I'm pretty comfortable. Like, I feel like I've met my expectations. But I feel like keeping them up becomes harder. Or, like, sustaining them. No, yeah, that's true. Uh, personal expectations. Um, I feel like I expect myself to be social. Is what I would say. I feel like I like to think that I, I talk to people, but I don't think I'm the, actually the best at it. Or I don't think I can give myself enough opportunities to talk to new people specifically. Thank mm-hmm. okay. you. But I have an expectation to be social for myself. I also expect myself... I don't really know, actually. It's like, okay. I think this is a fun question, but I don't really know <laughs> what expectations I have for myself. Chol loves to ask questions when he doesn't know the answer to him, to yeah, it himself. Okay. Also, when? let's do some self-reflection. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Recently, I was people. I was telling people because they would say something. It's like, why do you? What is? I heard someone say recently. It's like, why don't you like to sit in your own discomfort? And I feel like that's the biggest thing. Like I've been thinking about recently, where it's just like, I feel like all the expectations. Maybe you think. Of, I feel like expectations are something maybe you think of in the moment. Like you're like, oh, I should do this, but I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think with the working out, I feel like working out's an expectation. Expectation you can have for yourself. I think like, it's more of an expect. You think of your expectations when you're not meeting them. Mm. You no, know? it's like I expect it. It's an expectation you have. You should have good posture, but I'm slouching right now. Right. <laughs> Let me settle. <laughs> Suddenly, everybody's sad. Mm-hmm. I know we we're talking about expectation about work and then a person. So I was thinking slightly just to tie it in a little bit. What do you expect in regards to, like, Edgar and Asinta? <laughs> the way... <laughs> like, why'd you, why'd you say my name? Right. Why you got their name in their mouth? A... I don't think I would know how to word that, but I think I would just expect them to be who they are. Right. I feel like yeah. once you grow up with them, you kind of, like, already get to know them. Mm-hmm. We know the layers of them. Yeah, but I also think, depending on how you... Okay, so up. okay, I guess okay, so more like their characters then, I guess. What in a mean? way. Okay, so I I guess I'll start first. Okay. Oh, <laughs> um, give us an example. Okay, so you had mentioned something about like I don't expect you don't expect to be like the most sociable person, right? Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like the one out of our family who talks the most is Edgar. This man could talk to anyone. That's true. And talk about them about anything. Mm-hmm. He could talk to a wall. Right. And I'm just like, what the heck? Like, how do you even go about doing that? Like, just talk to someone random and bring out a topic type of thing. Right? That's what I usually think about Edgar when I think about him. And then when I think about Cinta, I'm just like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it. She's mean. <laughs> right. She's mean. She's assertive. She's straightforward, blunt. She's usually sometimes angry. She's quirky. That's how I always She's have. <laughs> See, I think, I don't know if I would categorize Cinta as actually mean. Because I don't think she's abrasive 
Her choking on the pizza. I think about it. You know that one SpongeBob episode where he gets like the abrasive side. And it's you think she's the green side of his phone? <laughs> oh, she's not. You're saying she's I'm not. Saying sorry, she's sorry. Not that's true. Okay. Yeah, but what was I saying? That threw me off. Hold on. Me, <laughs> the abrasive. Abrasive. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say his one is mean, but I think his one can definitely say mean things. But she doesn't sugarcoat things. I no. definitely say that. I feel like sometimes if she thinks something, she'll just say it, which I think can be a good and a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But that's just you know, people are people. But I feel like the biggest thing with me is um, since I grew up with that, I don't think it's that mean. Mm-hmm. But I also think her saying mean things, like I think I can also say mean things, but I try not to. Mm-hmm. But I remember specifically with Hasinta that. Um, my biggest thing when I think about Hasanta is she says mean things to other people and most of them don't throw it back at her or they don't like keep up the energy <coughs> or they just kind of like wow you're mean would you disagree? Right. yeah mm-hmm. like no one no one's ever like mean back to her it's just that I think that's why she can be seen as mean is because no one ever reciprocates it but I think I usually say something along the lines of what she said back to her Mm-hmm. or I give her back the energy that she's giving out and so I think then she'll call me mean mm-hmm. but I always just tell her I'm like I'm doing what you're doing so you can't call me mean like right. just give me the energy she has to meet her match we gotta find someone yeah. that will meet her match I'm her match <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, someone does not say nothing to me not to channel my like inner Victoria justice oh but I feel huh? like you'll, you'll see even that like that clip where she's like I think we all sing oh, <laughs> oh. yeah 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 all of us are just kind of mean people in general like I used to think that, but I don't think that anymore. Well, it's like, it, we're not all mean. It's just like, it only takes one to get us all going. And it's like between, how, many, that how one many are we? Is a seed like, <laughs> We're seven, right? When we, when we all get together, like the cousins. Like throwing me a hard sign over here. Have, of the seven, like, like, counting myself, I can be pretty mean. Um, Let's go through this list and see who's the meanest out of all of us. Number think, one on that list. I think everybody except for like maybe Jessica, um, we all have the potential <laughs> to be like super mean to each other. So like, it yeah. only takes one of us to get the rest of us going. Okay, yeah. So it's just like I, I mean, like I'm saying, it's like it, we it, all sing. We all we can we all, all sing. sing. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I guess yeah, that's true. I, I guess I don't. I don't know. I think of everyone just as nice. And doesn't being the mean one. I guess that's not always true. <laughs> I think Sint is an instigator. Actually, yeah. That's a good way to put it. She's not, like, the mean one, but she I'm definitely is the one to start something. Right. She is a Libra. What's your MBTI? Huh? What's your MBTI? Oh, dude, you, you took it recently, didn't you? MBTI? It's, um... Is it about to be, like, how do you eat that? It's I-N... Introvert. I-N-T-P, I think. I-N who? I-N-T-P. She's definitely an introvert. No no question about that. Yeah. Wow. Person to being the mean one, she is quite shocked. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I mean. It's a defense mechanism. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I'm trying to defend myself. I'm like a turtle. I thought you said conservative. I did too. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like a turtle. Yeah, I could see that. Snapping, specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were saying so. Okay. Expectations for Santa. I think that she can be mean. What else am I saying? <clears throat> Yeah, I mentioned a lot, but... That's true. Okay, expectations for Edgar. I think he's nice, and we'll talk to anyone. So you like Edgar? <laughs> 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 oh, we had a scenario the other week. Did we talk about it on the podcast? About? Where it was like, I think we were all jumping off a plane, 
Yeah. I, it was, was like, on the podcast? This was, it was, um, I think two episodes back. Oh, we were saying, like, I would definitely just no, jump No, 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 it was one episode back. My apologies. I think, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I would definitely jump first. I always think I was going to go, like, to the last person to jump off a plane, mostly to make sure we're all okay. Right. Like, he's definitely, like, so he, like, thinks yeah. of others. He gives very dad energy. Yeah, in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you have expectations for? Um, my expectations of Asenta are pretty similar. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say mean. I think Asenta is just assertive. Um, I would say straightforward. I would yeah, assertive and, sh- and straightforward. Like, she knows what she wants, and she's not going to, like, she? in certain situations, she knows what she wants, yeah. and she's not going to mince her words to, like, like, she'll be polite, but, like, she's not going to mince her words just to, like, make you not feel bad about something you did. Right. Right. And I feel like me and, um, me and Asenta did get along pretty decently growing when? up. Why does it sound like past to? <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, go ahead. She's, 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 <laughs> I, 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 right. There's a memorial. There's a memorial, actually. Fun fact. Um, I've like, been there. Me and Asenta did get along pretty well, um. Why does it keep using this? Y'all don't get along anymore? It's because I've never seen any of y'all. Oh, okay. I'm not around. I'm actually not even here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are my expectations to listen to. I mean, assertive. Um, good to have in your corner. I would agree with that. Yeah. Right. Right. I like how you worded that. Yeah. Um, my expectations for Edgar. Me and Edgar have had a rocky relationship. Oh! <laughs> Worse than a few And it's mostly because Edgar has such dad energy and he's protective, especially of Jessica. So it's like. I mean, he, he does give a little conservative energy. He does. Not in like a Republican sense, but just in a. <laughs> traditional. <laughs> yeah, tra- that's a great. Edgar's traditional. That's he's a great a way to traditional say that. Than that. He's <laughs> most traditional. And like, well, like, and for example, like me and Jessica being the two closest, like the two youngest, got, mm-hmm. to a lot, got into a lot of shenanigans growing up. Right. And a lot of the time. Edgar just I I I'm a little bitter. Edgar would blindly defend Jessica. Yeah. Almost and like I, I was like Yeah. Like my daughter's right. Like she's, yeah. what is it like yeah, like saying like my yeah. daughter would never do that. And so like younger, younger I mean growing up now I get it, you know, because I will blindly defend my little sister sometimes too. Um so I understand and I I am moving past that. But it's also <laughs> like I still have this expectation of Edgar to be super protective. Yeah. Mostly of Jessica, but also of, like, the rest of the cousins. He's super protective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right, now about Luis. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Luis is yeah. a chill man. Right. Yeah? He hasn't even been here a year yet. Okay. I've known him longer. You're right. Well, yeah, yeah, you have. Yeah. I was really like, I, I knew him. <laughs> Are there any other questions? I think we have one we missed or skipped. Well, we're just yeah. those expectations. Oh, yeah. For, for me and I said them first. I said them first. Oh, yeah. You can listen to the podcast. <laughs> right. Um, I didn't say a lot. One of them, huh? <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what expectations do you have on food, people, public spaces, work? I feel like we kind of touched on that. So yeah, we did. We can read our Reddit threads. Okay. So this is, am I the asshole for moving out because my parents expect me to take... <laughs> Sorry. Am I the asshole for moving out because my parents expect me to help take care of my little brother? Brothers, sorry. Plural. So, um, my, parentheses, 18M, parentheses, parents decided to have their kids in sets. That's me and my sister, 16 female, and our youngest brother's three and six months. 
They had me at 20 and I guess decided they wanted more. My older brother is a good kid, but him and the baby are a lot to handle, obviously. This is where my current issue comes into play. Our parents told my sister and I once mom was pregnant with the youngest that they wanted us to help more with taking care of them. Fair enough, we both figured. But since then, it's been a lot. Once we get back from school, we basically be babysitting our older brother. Did they word that right? I don't know, maybe. I, I understand where it's... I think they mean older brother as in like the, the older, younger, youngest brother. The older, yeah, oh, okay. Anyway, that confused me. Okay, sorry. Once we got back from school, we'd basically be babysitting our older brother until my parents got back from work or whatever else they were doing. Then we had no time for anything besides homework before bed. This was on... This was most weekdays, keep in mind. My entire entire senior year, my sister and I were basically free babysitters. We could never do anything because we always had to help with the kids. When the youngest was born, it got even worse. Mom was right back to work, and both our parents worked like 60 hours a week. So we would basically switch to childcare duty as soon as school was done until someone got home around dinner. My sister likes to joke that she has had more teen mom experience, and I'm done. I told her parents that I'm taking care of, that I know taking care of my brothers is a condition of living here, so I'm out. In a week, two friends and I are going to split a one-bedroom dump. I work part-time, and that can be a full-time. I'm taking trade classes that I can take loans out for. I can do it. The issue is everyone is pissed. My sister is pissed because she'll have to do more. Parents are pissed because sister is pissed at them, and so on. Now I feel like I'm being selfish to do this. Am I the asshole? No. <clears throat> In my opinion, no. It's, but, like, but... No, in my opinion, no. Like, granted, I didn't live in that type of... I really can't say much because I, I, I was the last one, you yeah, know? And, and, like, I don't know what it's like to have another sibling that's younger than me. But seeing, like, other people that... Or if, if I met friends that do take care of their siblings, I'm just, like, respect to them, you know? But at the same time, it stresses them out. Mm-hmm. It really does mm-hmm. to the kid, the person themselves. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel bad for it. But there's not much they can really do because they're trying to help their parents out. You know? Yeah. What do you think? Andres? I love the same bird. I don't think they're the asshole. I think the parents are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's never fair to parentify an older sibling. That's I was going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, but it's never fair to parentify an older sibling. I don't think the sister is... Sorry. I don't think the sister is the asshole um, because she's mad. I think people would be like, it's not fair for her to be mad. But it is because she's right. Most of it's going to fall on her now. Mm-hmm. So I think she has a right to be mad, but I don't think she should be mad at her brother. Correct. Right. Yeah, I was reading some of the comments and that's what most of them were saying. was um, They're not your kids, first of all. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of... Again, with going on dresses, what I was talking about was like parentification, where you're almost like making your child act more like an adult, um, which can just like cause like anxiety and a bunch of other stuff. Like it's definitely like it's like a psychological thing where it's like you're not supposed to be doing that with your kid because you're taking on more responsibilities when they're supposed to be acting like a kid, mm-hmm. like too early, basically. So I think that in a psychological sense is bad, but also those are not your kids. Yeah, they are siblings, but they have what is it like able-bodied like able parents that can just be able to take care of them mm-hmm. maybe adjusting the work schedule or hiring someone or I don't know I don't I don't know how to phrase it because I don't know their situation specifically mm. but I don't think an older sibling should ever be 
expected. It's almost like full-time take care of the younger sibling and be in charge of more home duties, basically, when they're still a teenager. Right. I think, I think in a way, slight falls upon the parents as well. Like, if they can make it work, I'm going to be honest with you, they can make it work. Right. If, <clears throat> if a parent decides to, and the thing is, like, I remember your sister had talked about it once. About yeah. saying about how she doesn't want to have kids yet, you know? Yeah. And they were like, well, like, why not type of thing? And it's like, because I want to enjoy my life. Right. And then they're like, Cause, and your sister had lived that, you know, the whole taking care of a younger sibling type of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially your youngest one. Yeah. And, there's a big age gap there. Right. And th- she had mentioned, like, when I have kids, we're going to we're gonna take care of them. I'm not going to have anyone to take care of them. And she was like, we'll find a way. Whether it's, like, one of the spouses can work in the morning and one of the spouses can work at night, you know? And that way there will be a parent supervising the kid type right. of thing. If they have a priority to take care of kids or have kids, I think you should be able to make it work. I think right. my, like, my thing is, like, you wanted those kids, you take care of them. Yeah, and if you can't take care of them, don't have the kids. Literally. This but, goes back to telling people to not have kids. That's the strong stance I have. I don't like people, not I don't like people having kids. I think you should only have kids if you are ready, want to, financially stable, and mentally stable. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a very strong thing, though. Like, I don't think, I think people just want kids. People want kids, and I'm like, you have no power to you. I could never, because, like, but, like, I mean, like, only have kids if you are, like, willing to invest the time. Right. Just the raw time into kids, be that working to financially provide that for them, or, like, investing the time to, like, raise them. Right. But, yeah. Now, um, speaking on the experience of parentification that my older sister has, um, it is rough like i i watched her go through that and i mean mind you i was only like trying to do mental math like 16 16 if that the entire time this was happening so it's like i couldn't help out all that much right and it's like it's rough to watch your your, like sibling go through that where it's like they have so much more responsibility on top of like what they're already supposed to be doing yeah and like when my older sister moved out a lot of the like it was like it got. It was, my younger sister had already grown up to the point where it wasn't like a constantly having to like raise them type right. thing. But it's like a lot of the responsibility shifted onto me. Mm-hmm. So it's like I was kind of de facto babysitter for like two days out of the week when my parents are at work. Yeah. And it's like I was a college student. Why was I driving an hour? Yeah. One way. And, you know. So it's it's. I I sympathize with the sister in this the most. Because that was me. <laughs> right. My agree, yes. The parents parents are the assholes. I don't know. Am Wait. I the asshole for expecting parents to collect their kids after classes? In January, I, a, fe- a 28 female, moved to Europe to teach English. I'm not going to say which country as it's too easily identifiable. One of the classes I teach is an after-school class for kids aged 10 to 12. They finished it around 1 to 2 p.m. I've noticed that the kids are not collected by the parents and just leave on their own, and it does not sit well sit right with me. It's a serious safety issue. The school is located in the town of Century. Uh, Century? Center. Center? Okay. Um, one day I sent kids with a note letting parents know that they're expected to collect their kids or they will be called and expected to collect their children and the kids won't be released on their own. 
After the next class, only one parent came and was mad. They had came. No, no. Was mad they had to come. Seriously, it's your own child. So I waited with the kids for 30 minutes. The kids were restless and kept telling me it's fine to let them go, to which I refused. They're literally children. I started calling parents and many told me to let the kids go. I told them that absolutely not and they had to come and collect their kids. Eventually, they all did within two hours, but only two children came to my next class and now the school director sent me an email to have a meeting with me. I ran to another teacher, the actual English teacher at the school, and she virtually told me I was a crazy asshole because kids here walk and take buses all the time and I was way out of line. I told her I don't think so, but she said the parents are pissed off. And sure enough, my email is filled with mail from angry parents. I'm dreading opening them after the first few. I genuinely only care about safety of the kids, but everyone is acting like I am the asshole. So I need you to tell me who's the asshole here. Me or the neglectful parents. See, I I added this one into there because I feel like it can go both ways. I feel like you don't think so? I have opinions. Oh. I think both. I think most opinions are valid on this topic. Yeah, but also... <laughs> Go ahead. Here's my hot take. Um, this is Europe. Yeah. Um, which has really good public transfer- transportation. Mm-hmm. Europe is also just... Outside of the touristy areas, is generally safer. Um, than, like... I think, like, for my experience, like, rural USA. Yeah. Um... But also, like, these these are kids who are 10 and 12. Like, I don't think... Like, I would, I would trust them enough to ride a bus home or ride a train home. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's... Don't think it's nice to say these parents are neglectful for trusting their kids to ride a bus home. Because it's like... They work in the town center. Right. Which arguably is a lot safer than them... The school being in, like, the outskirts of the city with no public transport nearby. Like, town yeah. center's pretty well connected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like... I think it's just a cultural dissonance that's coming here. Right. Because, mm-hmm. like, we're in, like, America. This would... If this had this incident happened, it would be all over the news. Mm-hmm. Neglectful parents, like... Yeah. Call CPS. But, right, like, right. in Europe, this is kind of the... I mean, like, anywhere outside of the u.s is kind of the norm like even back in the motherland it's kind of the norm for kids to walk to and from school right and that's what i was thinking where it was like i think i can understand the uh, op original posters Mm -hmm. like a a point of view because i think there definitely is just a cultural thing they're not understanding they're they're thinking that i guess comparing this more to like america's standards that it would be neglectful to just not go pick up your kids after what was it school Mm -hmm. it's like an after school after class. school, like class, after class, and I can understand what they mean, but I would definitely just overall see them in the wrong, especially if it's already like standard there. Like, if all the kids are walking home, or like 90% of them are like, you know, majority, yeah, why, why, why is she questioning it? it? Like, why issue, is, yeah. yeah, it's already standard, like, all the kids are already doing it. Mm-hmm. So, bringing it back to expectations, they're expected to just walk home. Why is she, I guess, changing that, right. Mm. I don't think she is the asshole. Um, I don't think so. You guys thought she did, she was? Yeah. Oh. In a way. But majority, yeah. but... I mean... I can understand why she thinks she's right. Right. Yeah, I understand her argument, but... It's wrong. Yeah. Right. No, see, and that's the thing. I don't know how... I guess I don't know how to put it there. But, like, <laughs> it's not wrong that her caring for the children and everything. Mm-hmm. 
but at the same time I agree to the whole point where it's like yeah they can just walk home because yeah it's a popular place I guess if it's mm-hmm. in the center and I assume most of them will probably be going home the same way so they may have a buddy mm-hmm. and that's fine Right. and it's definitely not right for her to want to change it though because yeah. there is nothing good from when you change something especially if you're like an outsider mm-hmm. it's just like yeah. you're not from here you don't know how it is type of yeah. thing and that sucks but at the same time it's just like how, how long has she been living there right. I, you know she should already know about how things work yeah. she can't expect it to be you know not, nothing good ever brought change when someone had came to this land <laughs> is what i'm thinking in a way yeah. uh it did not work out well so right. like leaving things as it is slightly if it's working effectively it's fine don't right. touch no, it don't fix it right that's it doesn't was, need to be fixed that's what i was thinking because it's really like it seems like the system's already in place and what i was reading some of the um comments under it were saying that um was it like you, you it was kind of like defending the point of like even if something bad happens to a child like it's gonna happen but i don't think that's necessarily what it concerns it's more so like there's already a standard it's already suspected that the place is relatively safe obviously i don't think parents would let their kids walk home if they think the place is unsafe Mm -hmm. and even like i guess you can say she's caring too much because i think the sentiment is nice yeah Yeah. like she's caring for the kids she's looking out for them but it doesn't it seems like if all the kids walk home it doesn't seem like it's a bad area neighborhood or like bad enough area where she has to be so vigilant right even i don't know i think about it in like a true crime perspective where it's like it was the safest town everyone left their doors unlocked i don't care about that i think it's just like if it's custom just let it happen Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah if it's it's not broke don't fix it i think that's right Mm -hmm. i also feel like it's just the way she went about it yeah and especially you can see in the post like using words like neglectful to the talk about yeah. these I'm like girl be FFR let's, right. let's be real here that's what I always look for when I look for these subreddits or yeah subreddits I always look for I like to look for the ones that they are the asshole because if they're like not the asshole then it's kind of like okay that's boring mm-hmm. I think these are like a little more like it's more thinking yeah because if they're not the asshole, I mean, I think it's very easy to write yourself to not be the asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if you are found out to be one, then I think it's a lot more interesting about why. Mm-hmm. Um, Moral of the story is, if it's not broken, don't fix it. And that's our uh, The Breakfast Club's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, guys, uh, let's see. We do have social media out there, so please read the previous or listen to the previous episodes to know what the the usernames are because the only one i will really say is the email which is in my opinion is podcast at jmo.com <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh let us know what you have thought about this the special this group of people yeah. <laughs> it's not that edgar and asinto are on the show anymore no it's just they were talking about something important and we had to record because it was it was being leaked yeah yeah and cho and andres were up for it so yeah let us know if you want to if you want them to be on here again mm-hmm. um do you want to have a different type of group we've said this before i think y'all have met everyone at least once in the yeah, previous season so. episodes yeah mm-hmm. and if you want to see them again let us know so we can put them on here for <laughs> mm-hmm. for at least not too long 
but... <laughs> Let's see how long this is that post out. Mm-hmm. I will say that this... Um, what do you call it? Mm-mm-mm. I need someone to connect with me. What is this called? Uh, it's like the Mine. the wave, yeah. Dynamic. The, dynamic. Thank you. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. No. The dynamic of this group. I will say there's a little bit more seriousness in this group. I would agree. I didn't think we would be talking so seriously. Right. It, I, it's weird because we're the youngest. You'd yeah. expect us to mm-hmm. be more. Yes. Silly ones. Right. And I realize now that the dynamic of the other group. They they laugh a lot. <laughs> they joke a lot. <laughs> They are so unserious. They're so silly. <laughs> right. They're quirky. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, this dynamic group, it's, I don't hate it. I enjoy it. Because, you know, you guys you guys get into it in a way. I like to guide a conversation. I write the script. I think it's, I like to... Okay. I like the flow. Mm-hmm. I think I was very serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, um, let us know what you think. And don't think you guys have anything else to say no no okay (laughs) but other than that we will see you guys next week Bye. bye